It's Checkers or Wreckers as we enter turn four on the front stretch. Presented by Joe's Carding and Council Bluffs. Welcome back into turn number four. Brought to you by Quaker Steak and Lube, the official watering hole of the front stretch. If you're listening to this on Thursday as we publish, Classic Car Cruising is back at Quaker Steak and Lube Thursday night, starting this Thursday night, May 6th. Get over to the Lube for all the great American muscle, the beautiful Detroit exports that uh, have been masterfully restored. And if there's anything that, that Quaker Steak does right, and, and I think everyone knows, I believe they do about 15 things right, having a classic car show is it. You go to a annual classic car show, you're lucky to get 150 cars. You go to a weekly classic car show at Quaker Steak and Lube, beautiful weather, and there's going to be 300 cars that are going to come through that lot in a three or four hour period. Get over to the Lube every Thursday night for classic car cruising. Don't forget uh, dollar bone-in wings on Wednesday, uh, excuse me, Tuesdays. Kids eat for 99 cents on Wednesdays. A lot of great specials, a lot of great deals, and some delicious drinks and food over at Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs. So all the action for the Sunday race at Darlington will be on the big screens of Quaker Steak and Lube starting at 2.30. Don't forget to get your picks in on time for the Rick Havenridge Pick'ems Contest. Find out what Rick could do for you today, rickhavenridgeadvice.com. Brad Kozlowski, due to the qualifying metric, Brad Kozlowski will start on the pole. Looks like Kevin Harvick's going to start second, Kyle Busch third, Martin Church Jr. fourth, William Byron fifth, Chase Elliott sixth, Hamlin seventh, DeBenedetto eighth, Dylan ninth, and Tyler Reddick will be starting tenth. And that's assuming nobody has pre-race inspection issues or um, unapproved modifications that they have to go to the rear of the field. All right, this race last year, we did a double header. Kevin Harvick won the first race, and it was raced on the weekend after Mother's Day, Sunday, May 17th. Kevin Harvick got the win. Alex Bowman in second, Kurt Busch in third, Chase Elliott fourth, Danny Hamlin fifth, Truex, Reddick, Jones, Nemechek, and Matt Kenseth rounded out your top 10. Bad days for Ricky Stenhouse. Char- That's what happens when you run your words together. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. finished tail end Charlie in 40th. Jimmy Johnson, who not racing this year, but was in the 48 car, finished 38th. He was involved in an accident. Looks like he only completed 89 laps. William Byron finished 35th. Uh, Kyle Busch finished 26th. Christopher Bell, 24th. And that's about the unusual suspects outside of the top 15. And just because you mentioned JJ, it was announced today that JJ is going to be in the booth for the Indianapolis 500. Oh, cool. Good deal. This race, again, we came back the following Wednesday. We did a double header at Darlington. Then we came back for the Toyota 500 Wednesday, May 20th. Hamlin's, Hamlin got the win. Kyle Busch finished second. Kevin Harvick third. Brad Kislowski fourth. And Eric Jones fifth. Logano, Am- Almarola, Johnson, De Benedetto, and Truex rounded out your top 10. See if there's uh, anybody that had bad days. Chase Elliott, 38th. Matt Kenseth, doesn't matter anymore. Finished 30th. Other than that, pretty typical up in the top 15. So once again, that is the Goodyear 400 at Darlington Raceway on Sunday. Race starts at 2.30, so get your picks in on time for the Rick Haven Ridge Pick'em's Contest. Dirk, there's a special race going on Saturday night at Park Jefferson. Correct. They're having the uh, Ted Carlson Memorial. It's uh, SLMRA. SLMR West race and a Malvern Bank race. Um, uh, thanks to the Zeitners for helping out and getting this thing put together. 
Ted Carlson built Park Jefferson back in the mid 80s, uh, was the owner up until just a few years ago. He also had a stint of three years or so of owning IED Speedway. He was the previous owner to the Kaziski family. And uh, uh, I just found out this week that he did pass away over the winter. He passed away on Christmas Eve due to COVID. Don't know his exact age, but I'm going to guess mid 80s. But uh, he did a lot of good. He owned Lakeside Speedway in Kansas City for a while. Wow. He owned a track in, uh, I think it was San Antonio, Texas, I think. But he had owned, at one point, I think he owned four tracks simultaneously. I think he had PJ, I-80, Lakeside, and that track in Texas. So he had Uh, mental issues then? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was mentally smart. He was pretty (laughs) sharp, dude. Probably probably shouldn't joke about someone that's passed away like that, but... If you, get a, if you own four racetracks at the same time, chances are you got mental issues. <laughs> or just money you're trying to throw away. Throw away. <laughs> yeah. Lost leaders for the, uh, for the tax man. But uh, yeah, he, uh, you know, he was, he was big in, in the, you know, the Midwest racing for a long time. So they've got a race uh, that they're lined up to give him a memorial on. And uh, I know I'm going to try and get up there, but the weather doesn't look promising, unfortunately. I think it's the high of like 56 on Saturday and like a 60% yeah. chance of rain from like one o'clock in the afternoon till midnight or something. So give it a go. Hope they get it in. Yeah. That, that brings up a, a, a point. I'm, I'm definitely not, not calling you out on this because it, you got to be a little more careful about this, but just being a guy who runs Facebook pages, if you live within the mile of the racetrack and it says that it, it there's a chance of rain. Okay. But the number of times that I'll be sitting at IED Speedway and we'll get somebody that comments on the Facebook page, hey, it's raining in Gretna. And then as the IED page, I'll reply back. And I said, well, it's a good thing we don't race in Gretna. We race in Greenwood and it's not raining at the racetrack. Every time you guys post about that, it turns fans away. And that's less revenue for the tracks. And let me tell you right now, that's incredibly important. Last year was tough on a lot of these racetracks and race car drivers. The, the industry is hurting very bad and they, and they need your support greatly. I guess what I'm saying is don't take some Facebook weather guy and not go to the racetrack. This race at Park Jeff, pay attention to the weather app in Park Jeff, pay attention to their Facebook page. If they say they're racing, go up and watch the SLMR series race. It's going to be a great show. Go up and watch as a great tribute to somebody who helped out the dirt racing community tremendously. Go up and have some fun. You know, Dirk was just kind of pointing out that right now the weather doesn't look favorable, but we all know that a butterfly in Texas could fart and change the weather up here. Yeah, well, the way the wind blows, the weather they're predicting here for Saturday might end up in uh, Illinois on Saturday. That's true. It might. Uh, I also wanted to talk before we end up today's show, there was a tough situation that happened at McCool Junction last Saturday night that uh, they ended up canceling the races early due to um, safety conditions because... The track dried out and it was dusty as all get out from my understanding. I didn't see any videos. I only heard testimonies that literally you could not see the car in front of you if if you were bumping bumpers with them. Uh, So they ended up canceling the race. They put out a statement on, I believe it was Wednesday, and they kind of explained the situation. Their normal water truck broke down. Their replacement they got on Friday was much smaller than their normal water truck. And the racetrack crew was out watering the racetrack as often as they could friday thursday i believe it was actually they got the water truck on thursday we watered it thursday friday and all day saturday but they just couldn't with the heat the wind they couldn't keep up with the racetrack they tried to go racing and made the right decision 
to call the races afterwards. Unfortunately, they've gotten lambasted on Facebook because that's what people just seem to love to do. Uh, but again, me getting on my soapbox, tracks make mistakes, and they owned up to it. They explained the situation. I think they made the right call rather than trying to just race or delaying the races and keep water in the track. They just said, you know what? We're going to come back next week. We're going to do double features. Go out and support McCool Junction because they're one of those racetracks that could definitely use your support. And to my understanding, unfortunately, I don't know it. I understand they've got an absolutely beautiful facility. Um, I actually pulled off the highway one time, early 2000s. I was headed down to uh, Texas for a truck race. And uh, I would go straight out to York and then straight south on Highway 81. And I turned there and, and you're going to the west on 81 to go around McCool. And here's these light standards and they're building the grandstands. I got on the phone. I called Craig Kelly. I said, who's building a racetrack out here? And he goes, oh, that would be the Friesens. And uh, so I jumped off the road and went up and kind of looked around. But I have never gone out there to a race. I mean, I don't drive 100 miles to go see a dirt race very often, you know, when I can go to the Eagle on the same night. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my tough thing. I, I, if Eagle ever gets canceled and McCool junction doesn't, I'm going to try to run out there, especially this Saturday when I'm, I'm bachelor padding it up. So I, I don't have uh, I don't have any relationship responsibilities back at home. I can go and kind of do whatever I want as Sarah's in Arizona visiting her mom. So I, if, if Eagle happens to get rained out this Saturday, I'm going to try to either go to park Jeff or McCool junction and go watch one of those races and, and give them my, uh, my, my weekly dollars. But, yeah, get out and support the racetracks. They definitely need it now. And, and so far, the two weekly races at IED and Eagle, great racing. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Big thank you to everybody for tuning in and listening. Make sure you share the podcast. That's the way that our sponsors get some love. That's the way that we're able to keep going. Big thanks to Red Oak Fabrication again for sponsoring all of the interviews during the World of Wheels car show. Big thanks to Tailored Computers for supporting the show. By the way, if you're sick and tired of your laptop being slow, give me a call today. I can literally upgrade it to make it be from a, a, a hobby stock to a super late model overnight. And it's only going to cost you 150 bucks. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641 or send me an email, tailoredcomputersandrepair at gmail.com. Thanks to Rick Havenridge of Wealth Partners for supporting the show. Find out what Rick can do for you, rickhavenridgeadvice.com. Thanks to Quaker Steak and Lube and Joe's Carding. Anybody I missed, Dirk? Anybody you want to send a thank you out to? Nope, I'm not in a hospital anymore, so... Uh, you don't have to worry. You don't have to thank them so that they don't accidentally unplug you. <laughs> no, I had a, I had a nurse standing there when I said that last week and he rolled his eyes and ran out of the room, but, uh, but I'm going right. to spend plenty of time down there in the next six weeks. So, yep. I heard your blood tests are going well. Uh, blood tests went great Monday, dropping one medication down a little bit already, which is a good sign. The kidney's kicking ass and uh, we'll see what tomorrow's blood test brings. All right. Keep, uh, keep healthy, bud. I know you got a lot of people pulling for you. For the man that we were just speaking about, the one that's got one more, one brand new kit. Well, I got three new, kidneys. Just put it's it new to you. Oh, they didn't take the old one out? No, they, the old ones are still there. They're still in my back. This one's up front. That's kind of like a fanny pack. Huh. That, I, okay. We're going to talk about that some other time. <laughs> <laughs> for Dirk Houston, I'm Dan Taylor. This has been the Front Stretch. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Have a great week. The official watering hole of the Front Stretch has you covered any day of the week with the best wings, great burgers, and amazing steaks. Each weekday from 4 to 6 is happy hour, featuring dollar-off draft and well drinks plus $4 luberitas. Mondays are kids' night. Tuesdays are all-you-can-eat wings for $12.95, and the lube even delivers to the Council Bluffs area. 
Like Quaker Steak and Lube Council Bluffs on Facebook for a full list of weekly events. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube. Mid-America Drive, Council Bluffs. Hey, look at that. You're sitting on your couch playing Halo, Madden, or NASCAR while your friends are at Joe's Karting. Each lap is an adrenaline-filled, heart-pumping, white-knuckle experience that you can only get at the Metro's largest indoor karting track. Eco-friendly Honda engines rip you around their professionally designed road course at breakneck speeds. Can you reach the 14-second lap bracket? There's only one way to find out. Put the controller down and get to Joe's Karting. 23rd Avenue in Council Bluffs next to Quaker Steak and Lube. 